Hey, what's up, guys? Mike Russo, Fright Cast, growing up, not growing old. Me and Angela recorded uh, episode two of season three of the Fright Cast, and stupidly, I erased it from my computer. And I don't know how to recover files from the recycle bin, so that shit is gone. And it really sucks, because it was a pretty good episode, considering we had nothing to talk about, and we fucking banged out an hour. So... Um, there will be a new episode of Growing Up Not Growing Old this week, and I'll just uh, repost the first ever Frightcast episode with my shitty homemade intro. Uh, should be interesting to listen to. Uh, I know people hate, you know, well at least I do. I don't like, uh, I don't know, uh, what the fuck do you want to call it, replays or posting old shit. So, but I do have a new Gungo out this week too. So this way, you know, if you don't want to listen to the to the first ever Frightcast episode, you still got the the Gungo episode out there. So I I want to thank everybody for listening and all the support. Say what's up to all my horror people out there. You know who you are, Kane Hodder. Fucking stinks as Jason. So I want to put that out there right now. The guy from Part Three is the shit, Richard Brooker. Check me out on Instagram as I just expressed that. At Gungo Podcast, and stay tuned. There should be a fright cast out next week, and I'm very discouraged because some of the shit that we talked about last week, I'm not gonna do it again because all that that fucking that on the uh you know spur of the moment shit is just gone. I can't. I'm not gonna recreate that. I just can't do it. All right. So uh, this is the first ever fright cast entitled "Reflections of Children Coming Up in the Grave." Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. All right, have a good one. It's got a death curse. It's a waste of good suffering. The funeral is about to begin. Okay, this is the Fright Cast. My name is Mike. I'm Angela. Hey guys, this is the first episode of the Horror Podcast. All all through the month of October, we're going to be talking about horror movies. Um, some new and some old, some we've seen, some we haven't. Very excited about it. Yeah, this is great. And this is, um, I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> I didn't have an intro like all worked out. I guess we don't really need one. We're watching movies, two movies a week, an old and a new. Uh, a new within yeah. five years, old as old as we want. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And we're going to talk about them, and that's really that. Yeah, and I want to, um, before I forget, I want to give a big thanks and a big shout out to uh, the guys over at Pot of the Damned, uh, Josh and the Choir and Edgar, and also Mandy from Rebel Songs Podcast for spreading the word on Instagram and Twitter, and Shane from uh, Podcast in the Woods. Everybody go check out those three shows, Pod of the Damned, Rebel Songs Podcast, and Podcast in the Woods. And uh, while you're at it, go check out Attention Deficit Order, and a couple other shows I started listening to, Blood Brothers Podcast and Slasher Cast. Awesome. I do listen to Blood Brothers podcast too. It's really cool. Yeah, all great shows. Uh, big shout out to those guys out there. All right, so um, each week we're gonna do two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, each week we each pick them. Like one week you pick two, next week I'll pick two, 
and we'll just work it like that. So week one, we got Torment from 2013, and we have Bay of Blood. Is it a Bay of Blood or Bay of Blood? Well, I believe it's a Bay of Blood, but that's not the original name either. It was... Twitch of the Nerve. Death Nerve. Twitch of the Death Nerve. But it's an Italian movie, so it was all in Italian to begin with. And I guess that's how it translated. And then Bay of Blood is such a better title. Absolutely. Twitch of the Dead Nerve. What is it? Does that the even make any nerve. sense? I don't know. No. I uh, I don't know. Try, do you have the... I don't, don't like it. Oh, I wish I had you had the Italian one up so you could try to pronounce it. Oh, I, you should have seen me. I actually did it today, and I was like, Calzoni? Calzoni? I'm offended. Calzoni. Take offense to that. Don't take offense. A bay of blood. Like, when I searched for it, it didn't come up, like, on IMDb right away, and it came up with that Italian name. And I was like, I don't know if this is the movie I'm looking for. And then I looked at the characters and I was like, yeah, okay. Some of the covers don't work either. No, not at all. Okay, Post-art. so we got Reazion a Catina. A Catina. Also, um, that wasn't that bad. Nah, I let took me see, let me for try. a couple of years. Reazion <laughs> a Catina. That's like sp- Spick, <laughs> that's spick talk. That's not even Spanish. That's funny. That was my spick side coming out. And you had the little the the going on, maybe because it's Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Akasan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, we're recording this directly on GarageBand, not on my phone. So if it sounds a little funny, I apologize. And if it sounds great, I'm taking all the credit. You deserve it. No, no, <laughs> me and you, we, it's, uh, oh, also, um, what was the other thing I was just, oh, now that my phone is free, we could take video, so I might ask you to take a video of me during this recording session, then I could YouTube it and use it as promotion. Perfect. Or one time, if we can, if you're interested, I don't even know if you want to be on camera, but if I record you and you record me, we'd have to hold our phones the whole time, but then... <laughs> If you send me your video, I'll keep my video. I can splice it and make a two-camera shoot and post the whole show on YouTube. Uh, hard pass on that one. Okay. I'm sitting here in my PJs on a couch with my hair is messy. I'm a hard pass. I'm going to have to ask you to be the cameraman <laughs> then. <laughs> Unless I could just do it on the computer. You could totally do that, I'm sure. No one wants to see me. They want to see you. They don't want to see me in you my have, PJs and my mess of hair. Oh, you're going to have to get dressed and do your hair. <laughs> <laughs> that That... Totally exceeds the couch podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, um, horror podcast, Halloween coming up. We did this um, for Halloween. We love Halloween. But is, sorry, I was just gonna say this is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. So what got you into horror? Why do you love horror? We both love. You're wearing a Lucio Fulci zombie shirt right now. Actually, we are going to eat you, mm, brains. So what was it? Um. I guess um, I really always loved to go sleep over my Nana's house when I was little. I was always that kid who wanted to go sleep at Grandma's house. And my aunt, who lived with her, was really into horror. And I would go there. Um, They had this little cabinet. There was like a mantle and a cabinet underneath it. On the top, she had pictures of all of us. And then you open the two doors, and it's like the kids' toys were on one side and my aunt's horror movies were on the other. So I would go sleep over and... And you want to watch a horror movie for the first time ever? 
Sure. I mean, I know we watched a lot, but the only one I remember is Pumpkinhead, I guess, because it scared the total shit out of me when I was little. But we would always pick a movie and pull out the couch bed and she would sleep on the couch bed next to me after we watched the horror movie. And I guess it was just once, you know, I was old enough to want to rent movies. We were always video store people like, you know, mom and pop video stores or Blockbuster once I was old enough, I guess my mom would let me rent them, and I remember like renting Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. The mom and pop ones were the best. They always the had best. the best fucking movies. With that curtain, with the dirties behind it. Everyone, I remember as a kid that was like, like you tried to walk by to see what was back there. Yeah, they always had the curtain. <laughs> the or curtain. like, I remember the one by us had beads. Like beads, yeah. Hip, hippie style. And the, it was always like orange in there. The lighting was always orange for some reason. Oh, really? <laughs> it was always orange. For, I don't think I've ever gotten back there, but that was like... Never. It's almost like you're Indiana Jones and and, and the, <laughs> the fucking Ark of the Covenant is back in that room and you just want to get in there. Want to get in there. But really quick on video stores, I hate that our kids will never know what a video store is. Or, ever. Or it's or crazy. Like, or a VHS. Right. I love the the big box. The mm-hmm. cover, the the box art. It was like great. Substance. You have something. DVD is just like a little... Pfft. I can break you in, you know, two seconds. So after that, that's when you were all in with uh, horror? Yeah. My aunt definitely got me started into it. What was your, like, did anything give you nightmares or like that? Or what was your favorite? What was, all right, what was your favorite or what scared the shit out of you? I would, like, back in the early days, like when I first started watching it, I would definitely say Pumpkinhead because that's the only one I can remember. And I can remember that it scared me. Like, I think I was up all night. You know what's strange about Pumpkinhead is there's almost, like, different categories of horror lovers. Like, when I, w- when I was coming up, um, it was Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, you know, a couple supernatural shits here and there, Shining Exorcist, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. But then there's this whole other batch that I just skipped right over. Like Pumpkinhead, creatures. Wishmaster, Candyman, mm. uh, Leprechaun. I skipped over that whole batch. I don't know what happened. I I can't say that I've seen any of the other ones that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. but Pumpkinhead is definitely one that I've seen. I've seen Wishmashers since then, and the first one was really a lot of fun. Second one sucked dick. I actually I watched that right. We, we watched, watched that it together recently. Yeah, that one it wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, I forgot what I was saying. What Pumpkinhead was, was your favorite, or, or it was what? the one that scared me the most. Um, and, and then I think the the first one I can remember like actually going to the video store and renting is A Nightmare on Elm Street and I loved it I watched it and watched it and watched it and watched it so many times before we had to return it it was the, great the original? yes really good stuff you're really low I am this really is how low. it was before though you gotta get on the mic a little more oh okay yeah see how you're, you're big now Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what I say it kind of like shows up after too, so it makes me nervous. There's a leg, so. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about now? Oh, uh, your favorite? My favorite. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was definitely a favorite. I remember watching it a bunch of times. Can I tell you about Nightmare on Elm Street? That came out uh, when I was living in Queens, and my brother and my stepfather went to see it in a the theater. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Get to go. I I think he said I, he I was gonna he was gonna take me next, but I didn't get to go. I think I was like six. Okay. But when when I finally did see it, 
it, it scared me. I don't remember how old I was or whatever, but <clears throat> when I did ski- see it, it did scare me. And to, it's still fucking creepy to this day, some of those scenes. And I got to tell you, I don't like any of the other ones. Not only one the of first th- one. I only like the first one. I would agree with you. And a lot of people have, uh, they go with the third one as the next best one. I don't even like the third one. And that came out when I was like prime horror movie time. I guess I was 10-ish or something, 11. I don't know. But I don't like any of them except for the <laughs> first one, man. And I know people, horror people out there be like, what do you mean? Are the you dream crazy? Ma- the dream master, the dream child. Yo, fuck all that shit. Just give me that original one and go fuck yourself. I think originals of a lot of movies are always the best and reign supreme. Nightmare, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, Saw. Saw. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. Wow, that's that my accent is Saw. horrible on that the word. Long Island. Saw. All right, Saw. Chainsaw and Saw. The first Saw movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Fri- oh, Friday 13th is the exception. We have to watch one of those. For this podcast. It was like an extra show, maybe. Okay, that'd be cool. I'm thinking part three. What do you think? That's cool with me. Because for me, Friday the 13th, two, three, four, and six are the best ones. Now, let's quickly tie the Friday the 13th into one of the movies we're talking about today, which is A Bay of Blood. And remember when we were watching it, do you want to not talk about this right now, actually? Because it kind of gives away a scene in the movie. Yeah, let's wait till okay, we get Okay, we'll wait it. then. Sorry. All right, so um, let's get into our first movie, Torment. Torment. Okay, Torment twenty thirteen. Did I say twenty fourteen earlier? No, you said thirteen. Okay, twenty twenty thirteen. This movie I heard about on Attention Deficit Order, and then you found it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So this was your week, mm-hmm. and you picked Torment and A Bay of Blood. You want to kick it off, Torment? We'll do a we'll do a like a walkthrough. Okay, let's do a walkthrough. Um, it starts off the family's driving in the car, right? You kind of like is this the mother of the child? Is it not the mother of the child? It's like weird tension in the car, kind of. Can I just cut you off real quick? Yeah. There was a uh, a quote before the movie started. Okay. It said, when one doesn't have a great father, one must create one. Okay. I Thanks. actually didn't even catch that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, they're, I guess, we, they get to their destination, and it's at like a, an a excluded. Is you skipped the whole intro. What the hell am I thinking of? What the, intro? The family. In the car? No, that got killed first. Oh, right. <laughs> Holy shoot. Maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe you should do it. All right, so this, uh, the the movie opens up with that quote. That's right, and then the family. Okay, and then it done. goes to a family that they're, I think they're having dinner, whatever they do, but whatever they're doing, it's a father, a mother, and a daughter, mm-hmm. and there might have been a little kid there, I don't remember. No, Probably just not. the daughter. But the father's a fucking asshole. And Total he, asshole. he's just being a dick to everybody, dogs out there barking. He and tells the wife to stop eating her dinner and go check on it, but in a nasty asshole way. Yeah, and they all give him a look like, what a dick. Yeah. We have to live with this fucking guy? You can tell the daughter hates him, absolutely fucking hates him. Yeah. So she go, the, the, the mother goes outside, and um, she gets decapitated? I mean, we don't see it. The, guy come, the killer comes with hedge clippers, right? It was hedge clippers that she had left on the table previously, 
Which, did you notice that, like, throughout the whole movie, they always zoomed in on, like, the murder weapons? I like, didn't they notice. focused on it. And, like, the background would be blurry. Like, when she was walking into the house and put those hedge clippers on the table, she walked into the house, but the camera went to the hedge clippers. So you knew that that's what she was going to get killed with. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. It happened that. with a couple other ones, too, throughout the whole movie. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I actually wrote that down. Um but it didn't actually show. It just showed them like behind her neck. Like he, w- the, whoever the killer was, was behind her, and they were like about to slice her neck. I'm gonna say he cut her head off just because that's fun. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the fucking father. What's that? You can only assume. Yeah. Then the father gets a fucking. I think it was a croquet mallet to the head. Yeah. Right. It was croquet mallet. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And uh, the daughter's in a bedroom with the headphones on, iPod, and the killer comes in with a, a spear. Or some kind of spear or something. All three of them walk in the room. Oh, the whole family does. The whole family, yeah. And they they send a little kid. It's a family of killers. Mm-hmm. It's a mother, father, and a kid, we think. We think, right. And then the kid comes in. They're all wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And then the kid goes to kill the girl, and then the scene cuts. And now we cut to the family in the car driving. Oh, right, okay. You know, there's the dad... Either the girlfriend, the mom, not the mom, the girlfriend, the mother, the stepmother. You don't know what she is. And the kid in the backseat. You could tell there's tension between the yeah. kid and her. Definitely weird. Um, did they really say anything significant in the car? No, nah, I don't think so. You could so. just tell that like things were not yeah. like happy family. Yeah, definitely. So they get to their destination which is their like country home i guess you could call it i don't know what the fuck that house was but the house had the other mother's pictures up there i think Mm -hmm. or where they used to be right so they lived there prior right maybe it was just like a vacation home for them and like they had all their stuff there um but it's it's kind of secluded that's the word i was looking for before secluded like uh it's, it's quite some distance to the next house yeah, it's very rural. Mm-hmm. Um, they go in. The The girl sits in the chair. And the little boy is like, that's not your chair. You can't sit there. Yeah. So you know right away that, like, you know, he really doesn't like her. And she's not one of them. She, right. And also all the pictures, all the family pictures in the house, the parents are crossed out of them. Yes. Or, like, painted, right? Like, there's, like, paint over them or yeah. something. Yeah, like, on the outside of the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, before long, uh, the guy finds the plates in the... The dirty plates in the sink, right? Well, yeah, at the same time, the girl walks into the room and sees there's, like, garbage and food and shit everywhere. It was definitely lived in, yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Corey! <laughs> That's the first time she freaking calls him, right? When she opens that door and sees all the shit in the room. Yeah, Sarah, her name is. The dad's name is Corey. The son is Liam. Sarah says, Corey. And I wasn't annoyed with her yet. No, not at that first time. Yeah, because the, the room was slept in and, and the kid's a bad actor, man. I did, the kid was bad. The kid was bad. He was a bad actor. And then, uh, yeah, so he's looking for his mouse. Uh, stuffed animal. Yeah, he's looking for his mouse stuffed animal, and uh, they 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 they're scared because it looks like there's people in the house. Right. So they call the cop. Cop comes. He's like, ah, it's probably just teenagers. You yeah. know, no, nobody's gonna be here. So they're hanging out. Whatever. They're probably gone now. 
So the guy goes searching through the house for, you know, how they got in. He goes down to the basement and like, what's that thing called that covers the the cellar door, I guess? Yeah, it's like a cellar door, like a diagonal entrance to the basement from outside. Like you pick it up from the ground and walk downstairs. I always wanted one of those, by the way. I thought those were creepy. Um, There was a hole in it. So obviously that's how they got in. He boards it up, turns around. Oh, there's the mouse. Brings it up to his son. It's a creepy stuffed animal. Like. It is. It's ugly, and why would anybody want to play with it? Yeah. Um, what happens after that? And we dis- we see the father go up the stairs, and we see the killer families in the shadows. Oh, yeah. That's the first thing. You can like, see all their feet. It was like a, a uh, the kid looked like it was sitting on the mother's lap, and the father was standing behind them. And they looked like they were kind of in a huddle position. Mm-hmm. It almost looked like they were scared a little bit. But as we know, they're, they're not scared. Definitely not. They're, they're, they're in the basement. And then there's a scene, I think, with just Sarah and Liam where he tells her that he doesn't love her. Yes. And then she's like, oh, shit. Right. She's there, you know, telling him, you know, it's going to be okay. I love you. And he, Oh, he, that's what she says. I love you. Like, or we love you. Me and your father both love you. And he's like, don't say that. And she's like, why not? He's like, I don't love you. Yeah, exactly. That little shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, um, the father goes to... Uh, Take a smoke break. He walks around. He goes to the neighbor's house, and is um. The, the the Sarah takes a shower. She takes a shower. Now I'm like, all right, nudity. Here we go. Boobies. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because they look nice in her shirt. They're like, oh, she got nice boobs. We're gonna see them. Mm-hmm. No, no, they boobs. see nothing. No boobs. No titties. Now, what horror f- movies need titties. The it's fuck like is a, that? I thought that was like a prerequisite for a horror movie. You have to have titties. It should be. <laughs> but now what? Nowadays everything's motherfucking PG thirteen, which this might might have been. I don't know. There always needs to be a girl without a shirt. Come on. Yeah. So she takes a shower and she takes a shower with uh, no nudity. So why is she showering? Just to get her into a different room? I don't know. Mm. Just to tease us a little bit. Like, hey, you might see boobs, but no, you're not going to see the boobs. Well, there was a sex scene right after when there was, like, still no titty shot, but there was a little side boob, which side is boob, yeah. useless. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, Liam is up. Um, no, he, she wakes up in the middle of the night. And he's gone. She, well, right. Like, she see, I guess she, like, hears something walking around in the hallway. And, like, you, as the viewer, see, like, the shadow underneath the door. And she quick jumps up. Oh, yeah. She's like, Corey. Again. Corey, there's someone in the hallway. Again with the Corey. Mm-hmm. So they both get up, look the hallway. Um, they don't see anything. Corey goes, I guess, back to bed, and she's like, hmm, "Let me check on Liam." Sees he's not in the bed, and then we get the next Corey. <laughs> Again. I'm gonna be as annoying about it as she was in the movie, so you could totally understand. And at this point <laughs> in the movie is when I started to get annoyed with her. This was when I was like, oh, God, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Not only did we not see your tits, now you're fucking annoying. <laughs> and she had like a non-accent. She had like an ax- accent, but she then she didn't. Yeah, she she had that Tara Reid going on too with that airy, annoying, eh, scratchy voice. Yeah. And then, um, so they they go running around the house looking for the kid, right? Right. They don't know where the fuck, she, uh, where the, fuck the kid is. He's gone. Right. Um, so she steps on a nail with her. she who goes outside with her, with no shoes on, first of all. Asshole. Always put your shoes on. Always. Especially like if you gotta run, bitch, you need shoes. Exactly. So she steps on a nail, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And um She like pu- she had to pull it out of her own foot, which yeah, it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And then I think 
Is that when they find all the decapitated stuffed animal heads? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Then they call the cops. And um, the cop comes. The cop shows up. And this I didn't really like too much. They blow up the cop. They blow up the cop. Like his, his, his hands are duct taped to the steering wheel. He can't do anything. And the car blows up. Yeah. I, th- I thought they would be a little more subtle with their killing. Guess not. The, the fucking assholes. Worst killer family ever. And they captured the the father. They captured Corey. Corey. And Sarah gets away. And the next scene we cut no. to. No? Yeah, she gets away. What about him? Her, He's in the house. Leaves her there, right? Locks her in the room. She pushes the dressers up against the door. She hears the toy that the kid was playing with earlier going off, but she knows oh, the right. kid isn't there. Oh, because she can't run because of the foot. So he right. brings her he, in the room. He leaves her there. And he goes out and he, he gets captured. Out. Yes. And the whole time she's in the room, she starts hearing this toy go off that Liam was playing with earlier, but Liam's not there. So who was it? So, of course, she thinks, hmm, maybe it is Liam. Let me go out and check because I'm a stupid idiot. And what does she say as soon as she sneaks out? Corey? Corey? Needless to say, it was not Corey. It wasn't Liam. It was the child, quote unquote. That's the one who was wearing the pig mask, right? The pig mask was the mother. The pig mask was the mother. What was the the he, little one wearing? The bunny mask. The bunny mask. Or he the was bunny creepy. head. Creepy. Yeah, because he laughed like. <laughs> and he had that held head tilt yeah, going the, uh, on. That like I'm crazy and I'm gonna fucking kill you head tilt, you know? Yeah, the Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees head yes, tilt. Yes, that the Michael Myers head tilt. Yeah. And the way he moved, yeah, he was creepy. Um. And yeah. So and then, so we we cut to Corey is tied up and and like it looks like a basement or something. I don't know, but he's got like connections on his chest and we don't know what it is. Then we see he's connected to a to a battery. A car battery. Yeah, yeah, it's a car battery. And the fucking... The what was it like? Um, were they like S-hooks? It was like in his flesh and like then a, connected to the thing? Yeah, it looked like a bungee cord hook. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, it was funky. But it was in his flesh. Yeah. Too in his flesh. It was definitely in him. Yeah. And then the, you see like the top killer come in or whatever. The mm-hmm. father or whatever. Looks like the undertaker. <laughs> That's just what he reminded me of. The undertaker. Yeah, like, or Kane. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. There you go. So he starts talking his gibberish about, uh, do you wish you never had a kid? He tells him the kid's dead. Right. And he's like, oh, no. He's not dead. They just got him. Mm-hmm. But now the killer's like, yo, do you wish that you never had the kid? No. Well, if you never had the kid, we wouldn't have took him. If we wouldn't have took him, you wouldn't be here. You weren't here. You know, all this bullshit. Don't tell me you haven't thought of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, of course, you've thought of not having your child. Yeah. So then he, was he zap him. Yes. He zaps him. Turns up the, the voltage. Right. Brings the kid in. Mm-hmm. And makes the father say, I don't love you, to, I guess, get the kid to join their family. Right. Because the whole, the whole premise, I guess, that they they go around saving kids from their fathers who don't love them. It's dumb. I didn't like that. I don't no, like that. No, not at all. How do you know who's who and you're psychotic? How you got right. I don't know. I just didn't yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, how do you know so much about this family already, you know? Yeah. Weird. Meanwhile, Sarah's out there fighting or getting chased by the pig mom. Right. She tries to make a run for the car. Right. Mm. She she goes outside, uh, does like a little cat and mouse with the pig mom. Yeah. 
and realizes she doesn't have the keys, so she goes back in for the keys and she goes in the basement and it was pretty cool suspense. It was like very suspenseful. Um a lot of th- cool stuff happening, creepy shit going on. Mm-hmm. And um she uh I couldn't wait for them to kill her. I I was like, "Oh my god, just kill her. I can't fucking I thought wait." She, I thought they had to kill her. Like she needed to die. Yeah, and then fucking the uh they what did they do now? Did they put the bag on Corey's head first or did they drown Sarah first? Because I remember there was a thing where I was like, they killed... Okay, they put the bag on Corey's head first yes. to suffocate him. All right, we see him suffocating. He falls over. We think he's dead. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, fuck, now they, now they can't kill Sarah because now she's going to be the hero. Right. And then... Turn of events. She gets drowned in the lake by the mm-hmm. pigma. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck. What the fuck? Now she now and then we cut to the father escaping from the bag. Yes. So I'm like, oh good, they killed Sarah, which is awesome because I wanted her to die anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they cut back to Sarah. She comes out of the water and attacks yeah. Big Mom. Right. So like they both kind of reign victorious. They both made it out. But they tri- they definitely fooled me. Yeah, yeah. I definitely thought Sarah was dead. Now here's my question: Did they make her uh, uh, intentionally annoying just so they can? get the payoff with the fooling us later maybe <laughs> definitely a possibility definitely That's a possibility silly right it is and the fucking we see the uh so what happens there's uh the father gets away sarah gets away kills pigma because kills her kills her yeah and then what what happened oh uh, okay oh, oh yeah yeah the little kid killer Mm-hmm. shoots the father after the father gets away. Yeah, he like made it out of the house Yeah, and then gets shot by the little kid. Now, where's the f- big father, the father killer? I think... Um, we don't see him again, do we? No, because Corey shocked him. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. He shocked he him with shocked the battery. Him, so he, he was like laying on the ground. Yeah. So Pig Mom's dead. That guy's laying on the ground. Little bunny killer kills Corey with a shotgun. And uh, Corey lays down like he's still breathing. We don't actually see him die. No. We, he gets shot. He lays down. You know. Oh, no, no, no. We skipped a whole part. What's that? Where Corey went looking for Liam in the barn. Oh, right. He was all the way at the back of the barn. Now, Corey comes. Liam doesn't want to go with him because Corey told Liam that he doesn't love him. And he's like, no, I only had to say that, you know, whatever. And then Liam looks up and there is another girl. Mm. Like like teenage-ish girl wearing, you know, whatever mask she was wearing. And she tries to kill Corey because Liam is now a part of their family, whatever. Yeah. Turns out the girl is the daughter from the first scene. They, they didn't, didn't kill her. She, they, you know. They took her. They took her and made her one of them. Because she had an asshole father. Right. Um, Corey gets away from that. What does he knock her out? Uh, I think like he. A paddle or I something? think he knocks her out with. I don't. I didn't write a, it down. A, it was something like a bat or a paddle or. I think it was something. a bat. A bat. It might have been a bat. Okay. Um. Gets the kid. Gets the kid. They go out. running out. Then they meet up with Sarah. No, not yet. No, not yet. He tells Corey to stay in the woods because he hears oh, Sarah yelling. Fuck! What an asshole. No, he told Liam to stay in the woods. Sorry, Corey told Liam to stay in the woods. That was so dumb. It was so dumb. And you want to know? Throughout the whole movie, you do you do get the vibe that he doesn't want that kid. He doesn't want him to be there. He doesn't love him. Like you get that vibe. A little bit, yeah. 
And you you would never leave your fucking kid in the woods. In the woods with in the, the woods. fucking these crazy people out there? You wouldn't do that. Just dumb. So he goes back for Sarah. The kid's in the woods. Now it's it's like woods. There's like skinny little trees all around, you know? Yeah. Um, the dad goes back. That's when he gets shot. Oh, and Sarah okay. sees right. it. Sarah's yeah. like, like this far away from him, you know, like 10 feet away from him. And she sees him get shot. So then she goes running into the woods. The little bunny goes running after her. And she, she hides. She hides behind a thin little <laughs> tree. Yeah, where you could definitely see her frizzy hair on either side. You could of it. see her shoulders. <laughs> totally, but uh, she sees Liam, right? And then she steps out in front of the bunny guy. Because the bunny guy was gonna shoot him. Right. And then she's talking to him. She's like, "Oh my God, you're just a kid," you know, blah blah blah. And then, then the bunny, the bunny kid laughs. Like <laughs> it's like that doesn't sound like a kid. Yeah. Uh, he goes to shoot her, right? And there's no more shells in the shotgun. Yeah. So she knocks him out with like a, a stick or a branch or something. I don't remember. She knocks him out with something. Yeah. And her and Liam go running. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember what happens. That's pretty much the end, really. Yeah. Then the cops come, the ambulance comes, everybody comes. They got the uh, the kid killer in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. They got the daughter killer in the cop car and mm-hmm. but they don't know she's a killer they thought she was a captive yes because she was in the car with the black woman cop and she's talking to her like oh we're gonna get you home or oh, not home but we're gonna, we're gonna get, get you a cheeseburger cheeseburger yeah. and um they don't have the father killer or do they no they don't they don't they don't they don't so then sarah says to liam they they bond Mm-hmm. They finally are like they have all they have is each other. He came and gave her the mother's blanket from the rocking chair. Oh, okay, right. She's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's all they have left is each other. That's all Liam has is her. So I thought we were gonna see the father come back because we didn't see him die. We saw I, we saw him get shot and fall down. Right. I thought for a little while that none of them were gonna die, and I'm like, "There's no way that none of them can die." Yeah. But the father finally did, which I wish it would have still been Sarah. I wish. And the fucking um, the paramedics pulling the staples out of the kid's um, mask. Oh yeah, the mask was stapled to his head. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the cop, why does the cop pull over? Uh, something hits her windshield. Okay, so something hits her windshield. She pulls over. She's like, "What the fuck?" She gets out. Father killer comes out of nowhere. I guess uh-huh. he threw a rock. Right. And bashes her face in. We don't see it. Right. It's on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets in the car, tells the girl, you know, well, f- you know, what about the kid? She says, well, what about father? She says, she says father second. Cause then it cuts to the, oh, ki- right. Yeah. It cuts to the Liam and yeah, right. you know, we'll find the new son. What about father? He'll be, he'll be joining us shortly or something. Yes. Yes. Then it cuts to the ambulance and the little kid killer is actually a grown man killer. Right. Like an old man. Yeah. Like Just like a, a really short m- old man. Yeah. Like a Mickey Rooney or something. Teeny tiny. And I guess he he ki- kills the ambulance driver and and credits yes and then that was torment. So what you think of the movie? I thought it was just like a generic home invasion movie. Like there was nothing great about it. Yeah, you know there was nothing different. Um, I think the best part of the movie, the best element or whatever you want to call it of the movie, was their costumes. They were creepy with those yeah. Like, what it was is they cut off stuffed animal heads and took the stuffing out and used them as masks. 
and stapled it on their heads. Yeah, <laughs> and they were creepy fucking stuffed animals. Yeah. Creepy. I like that. That worked. It that did. was pretty cool. Um, nothing really happened in this movie. Um, I didn't like any of the characters. None of them. Not Corey, not Sarah, not Liam. Hated them all. I didn't like any didn't of them. Didn't give a shit if the, any of them died. Like, I wanted them all to die. I wanted all of them to die. Yes. Really. Um, hated all the characters. Mm-hmm. Kid was a bad actor, so that right away I don't like him for that. Yeah. He was a bit of a brat. She was annoying and she didn't get naked. Right. And he was like, he was kind of a dick too. Mm-hmm. Like just the like he's supposed to be the kid's father. He always, the, that kid will always come before Sarah, but it didn't seem like he did. So that made me not like him. Yeah, you know? I didn't like the I didn't like the um the the killer family saves children from bad fathers. Like yeah, what is that? Awkward, weird. Maybe this random. You know, like where are you pulling that from? Maybe there's something deeper going on with that, but the logistics of it I don't get really. Yeah. Like, a lot of these review shows, they, they go into subtext and they go deep into shit. You know, I just watch a movie and I, I'll tell you I tell you what it is. What is it? The I pen? Kept, like, yeah, I thought Sorry. it was like drips of water. I'm like, what the hell is it? Sorry about that. That's okay. And what we're going to do, we're going to do something different with this podcast. We're going to have a rating system. So, we're going to rate it from 1 to 10. Okay. Um... Now, like I said, there's nothing different in this movie. I did, um, there was no gore. Man. There was no really inventive deaths. I didn't think there was much suspension, like, not suspension, like suspense. Suspense. Or tension. Right. I combined the word. <laughs> so, I'm going to give this, this, the reason why I'm giving this score, I'm, gi- I'm, re- I'm giving it over a five. Five is mediocre. Okay. The reason why I'm giving it over a five is because I like the pacing of it. I like the creepy masks, and there was a some cre- the, the the lived-in house was a little creepy. So for this, I'm giving it a six and a half. Okay, I disagree with you on there were where it was more t- to it to give it more than a five because I'm only going to give it a five. Mm. I thought it was just. Generic home invasion, nothing really that cool. Just the costumes. That's what stood out to me the most about the movie, the creepiness of the costumes. So just mediocre. Just mediocre. Middle middle of the road. I wouldn't watch it again. Definitely not. Yeah, you know what? That's a. I didn't even think about that. Would I watch it again? Rewatchability is everything in a movie. I'm gonna drop my score down to a six. <laughs> Minus that point five. <laughs> I'm gonna minus the point five and bring. <laughs> you convinced me. I'm gonna bring it down to a six. All right, I'm gonna go five. All right, yeah. Let's take a little break. Cool. Before we get into Bay of Blood. Okay. Cool. Okay, we took a short break, had a drink of water. Or Mike's hard black cherry lemonade and tequila. 
Say something again. Tequila. There you go. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that because I get nervous. Because this was how you said tequila the first time. Tequila. 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 Okay, the second movie we watched of your pick for week one of the Fright Cast with Michelangelo is A Bay of Blood from 1971. Yeah. How did you pick this one? Or why did you pick this one? Well, my first choice was not this movie. It was a movie called Let's Scare Jessica to Death. And we couldn't find it anywhere. So I needed something. And I wanted something that I'd never seen, um, that I didn't really know about, that I knew nothing of. You know, I didn't want to watch a movie that I'd already seen. Yeah. So um, I came across this thing, uh, like 50 most influential horror movies you've never seen or you have to see before you die or whatever it was and i went through the list and there were a couple on the list that i really liked and i saved them all but a bay of blood was the one that stood out the most oh cool yeah i tell you what though influential this is pretty much friday the 13th the fucking the setting and everything which is what i was going to say before in the description of what i read it said um that uh what did it say it's it's regarded as the first slasher film Oh, really? Yeah. What's the guy's name who did this? Mario Bava. Bava? Okay, yeah. You know what? When I saw it, it was 1971. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie. I was like, wow, this might be like one of the first ones. Yeah. It's 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 um, it's um, very dated. You could tell that it's a very dated movie. Um, but it's, it's regarded as the first slasher film. And I know at a certain point in the movie you were like oh my god that's from friday the 13th part two and they said that in the in the what i wrote you know um that the friday the 13th what do you call that series, series. um duplicated several of the deaths there i was, guess in different parts there was another one i noticed too yeah from part six i think which i've never seen um but uh i guess friday the 13th really Takes from that movie big time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even like the lake, and the woods. Yeah, the bet. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. The kids running around having sex. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's uh, talk about this movie. Um, it's an Italian horror movie. You know what? When I wrote down my notes, the first, <coughs> the first wrote note I wrote down was, and I don't know why I wrote this, a bunch of guineas. A bunch of guineas. <laughs> That's not how it starts. <laughs> oh, you know what? The the okay, it's an Italian movie. The reason why I wrote that a bunch of guineas is because all the credits. Oh, okay. Had all Italian last names. No, I I seriously don't ever look at that. I love that you do though. It's great. Oh yeah, because then like, you know what? I was looking at your Pulp Fiction book, mm-hmm. and one of his influences was Mario Bava. Okay. And I only knew that because I looked at the credits. And now I looked into who Mario Bava was, and a lot of people say he's bad, and that this is his best movie. This is his finest hour and 30 minutes, they Oh, because Tarantino disagrees. He did a movie yeah. called Black Sabbath, I think, is I the, his influence. There was one other one, is what I read. Hatchet of... Something Hatchet. Hatchet Honeymoon or some something like that. I hope it's not Hatchet Honeymoon. <laughs> something Hatchet... Something... Something, something, something. Um, but a lot of people say that this is his best, his finest hour and thirty minutes. All right, so the the, the uh, movie opens up. Um, great shot of the lake. Uh, mm-hmm. There's you know a woman in a wheelchair. Uh, well, you know what? We see her feet first. We do see her feet first, and they're fucking tiny, teeny tiny. They feet. were creepy tiny feet. <laughs> I thought it was a, a little person, a little like a, a little kid. 
not a midgy, but a, a, <laughs> a little kid. Maybe a kidget. I don't know. <laughs> the they were feet were fucking tidy. And she had kids, sh- like little patent leather shoes on. Yeah, she did. And she's in a wheelchair, and there's a quick zoom into her face. I love the old school quick zoom in, mm-hmm. zoom outs. It's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, some fucking asshole <laughs> puts a <laughs> noose around the neck and kicks the fucking wheelchair yeah. out from her. It was great. It, it was, was awesome. like one of the greatest things ever. And then she's just fucking, she's hanging like two, like a foot from the floor. Awesome. And uh, but she can't do anything about it because she mm-hmm. can't use her legs but like she can move her feet she's trying so fucking hard and her little tiny <laughs> toes and her little tiny feet are scraping against her the floor little shoes she just couldn't do it yeah it was really fucking cool it was really cool i gotta tell you i've never seen a hanging scene that close to the floor before. it was seriously her, like a foot to her nose and right, now the next scene uh, um this confused the shit out I of me i know i was very very confused let me tell you what i thought i thought okay. he killed himself that's what I thought too. I thought he was stabbing himself. It looked like he grabbed the knife and started yeah. stabbing himself. Exactly what I thought. And then he fell to the ground. Right under her. Right under her. So it looked like a murder suicide. And then it was like uh like a cut scene. It like went black for a second, came back to the same picture of her hanging there, but he wasn't there. He was gone. He was gone. So I'm like, what the fuck? You were like, is that a continuity thing or what? Yeah, I I'm thought like, they fucked up. I didn't know what the hell. There was no way they fucked up like that, though, because that, that was that a huge one. bad, yeah. So, and okay, go ahead. I was going to say, not until later do we realize that he's missing. Yeah. Yeah, so. I want to go back and watch it, because the guy who hung the woman was wearing black gloves. And then he, after she was hanging, he took him off, and he had a ring on his finger. So I think when you see him grab the knife... We were supposed to pay attention if the ring was on the hand. Oh, we'll have to look. We'll have to go back. Or, you know, he was missing. That's another clue yeah. that he was murdered. Right. And the fucking next scene, we go to a guy who's a... Uh, we go to a guy and a girl. They were just banging or whatever. And his, and he... um, See, I kind of missed this part because we were talking and eating at the same time. But uh, he's going to the lake, the bay, mm-hmm. to um check Investigate. out... Investigate. What what was this woman who was hanged was like a, Count- a countess or heiress or however you the fuck you say that word? How do you say that word? Heiress. 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 I'm a fucking idiot. Can you just cut that? Out? No way. <laughs> <laughs> but they call her the countess, and she they also call her an heiress. The fucking heiress. <laughs> I think she's uh the owner of the bay and all the property. Yeah, I guess. the property of it. Right. So this guy who's banging his secretary, he's going down there to go do something. I missed this part. I thought he was going to investigate as we find out he's not. Right. Uh, I, I asked you what happened because I was doing something else. And we do later find out that he's trying to buy the property. That's what, yeah. He wants, yeah. To, he, he wants to buy the property. Now, did the first scene happen before or after? I think it happened after. After what? The hanging. Yes. It did. Yes. So he's not going to buy the property. He's going to fucking. He's going down. Tie there. up loose ends. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah. So then we uh, we we the next scene we go down um to like by the water and there's a guy chasing insects. Yeah, uh, there were people watching him. Yeah. Oh, the the guy who's um with the secretary's name is Ventura. Mm-hmm. The insect chaser guy who loves insects. He collects them. He's Mister Fasadi. And the fisherman he's talking to. Paolo. Huh. Paolo. That was his first name? Yeah. Oh. You know, like the uh, later we see 
Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. The fisherman who was kind of creepy, he kind of was creepy from the beginning. He was weird. Simon was his name. You know what he reminds me of, too? You ever see Empire Records? The kid on the couch? The couch. What the <laughs> hell was his name? Was it Simon? I don't I'm, remember. I want to say it's Simon. But it's, his name is Simon now. I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Simon, too, It's which all is about weird. that sweater. That's it is. The sweater. Totally the sweater. He's totally the guy on the couch from Empire Records that stole the money. So he was like a creepy fisherman guy. Yeah. And they get into a weird conversation about life and death and insects are life. And he's the insect guy, Mr. Fasadi, Paolo. 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 Paolo was killing them. And I don't know. It's just. There's a lot of jumping around. Like, uh, like there was a point where I'm like, what, what is even going on? Where are they? Because then they jumped to these kids. Yeah. Teenagers running around. They found this house, which we guess is on the bay. Because mm-hmm. I had a problem with the locations. Yeah, like I couldn't tell where, where people were. Yeah. The, the place they were in at first must have been like a, uh, like a restaurant or something. It had like a dance floor. Right, like a almost like there a summer. There was a pool outside. Yeah, like yeah. maybe like a, a country club or Catering something. Catering hole. Yeah, something of the like. These kids, they get all excited. There's two guys and two girls because there's a little platform. Mm-hmm. And they start dancing. There's no music. Right. They start dancing on this little platform like it's the <laughs> best thing ever. Uh-huh, like stupid. super cool. So stupid. <laughs> and then the, you know, the, uh, and, um... They go out. Like, oh, no. There's somebody watching them. There is. Through a little hole in the side. Yeah. You just see one eyeball. And they zoom in on the eyeball. Mm-hmm. All fucking cool. And then we, we cut to a psychic chick. Mm-hmm. Like and she, she's reading, like, tarot cards. Right. She's doing she's doing tarot cards. And she's fucking... Um, she's just creepy. You That's know? when we, we... Paolo! Paolo! And it's Paolo, Paolo, the insect guy's wife. Right. I don't remember her name. And what does she say? That there's, like, um death upon us or something like that it's a death curse the death uh, curse yeah. yeah she says some shit like I that. i liked her she she added that like weird weird element i liked her supernatural she was cool looking. yeah voodoo she was very like wicked yeah like you'd see her when you go into a store to buy fucking sage you know i think she's at hot topic like every third saturday yeah with yeah. with her her shawl and her like <laughs> one curl coming yeah, yeah and her mysteriousness her well, rings <laughs> All she was missing was a motherfucking crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now we cut back to the kids who um are at a. Ha- they go break into a house. Actually, no. The girl oh. goes naked swimming first. Right. They're like, "Oh, let's go to the house." She's like, "No, I want to go naked swimming." And awesome, we forget our first naked person. Finally, some titties. Second movie in, got some titties, and they were nice. No bush. No bush. Nineteen seventy-one. Yeah. What the fuck? Because uh-huh. she was German, probably. Yeah. No, You're French. Fr- French. She was the the other one was German. Yeah, she was the French one. And uh, no bush, crazy, awesome, love it. Totes. Yep. And then they break they f- break and enter into a house. They beanie. I wrote beanie on my notes, by the way. <laughs> this is the second time I said beanie today, by the way. Oh really? Somebody's car alarm was going off at work when he tried to get in it, and I'm like, "What are you doing, a beanie over there?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the girl, the one girl, goes off to skinny dip. By yourself. By yourself. The other, th- the girl and two guys who this girl really wanted to fuck the other guy. Yeah. She drags the, the, the guy who wants her and the guy she wants to the house. They break and enter. They're hanging out. It's going back and forth to, you know, the girl in the water, the guys and the girl in the house. Mm. 
Um, that would have looked nice to swim it in. It did, especially naked. Yeah. She was all like happy, enjoying herself. And she goes, to, uh, she goes to, oh no, she doesn't go to get out. There's a rope wrapped around her foot. And mm. she, she grabs onto the ladder and she's kicking it off, kicking it off. And you see underneath the water, it kind of loosens up a body. Body floats to the surface. Yeah. She starts climbing up the ladder. This is where we see like serious boob action. Oh yeah. And she's on the ladder and she's like, ah, oh, you know, shaking her hair out. And all of a sudden this, the, the body comes floating towards her and her hand, the body's hand just touches her leg. And she's like, ah, so she yeah. gets out, starts running, grabs her dress. Oh, as she gets out, we kind of almost see a pussy, too, a little bit. Yeah, no bush. No bush. Um, but does it cut back to the house at that point? I think it does. And uh, They're still being stupid in the house. They're, right, they're being stupid, fucking around. Yeah. Now, she's running from the water to the house, trying to put her dress on. It's falling down half the time. And we kind of get the... We kind of get, we kind of are under the assumption that someone's chasing her now. Right. She actually, she stops, looks up and screams. So, you know, somebody's there. Right. Yeah. So now she's running and all of a sudden she gets a fucking, what, like a meat hook in the throat, right? That's the For meat me, hook. For me, it looked like a field hockey stick. I agree with that. I was yeah. Like, it was weird. It's like, yo, she just got killed with a sharpened field hockey stick. And she, I like the way she died. Like her legs bent all weird. I like how it looked. It was cool. It looked almost like it wasn't a clean cut. Right. It, I think it it's like, a fish gutting knife. Yeah. But it hooks her neck. Yeah, and he like rips it open. Right. It was fucking great. Like it wasn't sharp enough. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. And like she falls to the ground. Her like her whole body is on the floor, but her, her legs are bent at her knees and like her feet are right by her ass. And that's how <laughs> she dies. It was, it's really cool looking. Oh, it looked great. And then... Uh, they cut to the house with a couple of final... The other two mm-hmm. are banging finally. Finally and where's the third guy? I mean, he the second guy. Goes and opens the door because he hears a noise. So he's that's when he gets the fucking what is that? The machete in the head, or no, like that meat cleaver. Oh wait, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, so so we we're um. You cut to the house. the The guy and the girl go into the room. They're having the other sex. Guy, right. The other guy's just sitting there. Whatever he's doing. He had a, a tribal mask and a spear, and he scared the uh, the couple. Like yes. fooling around. Yes. Okay, that's when he puts that stuff down. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. Goes to look. He he hears a noise, so he goes to look. He opens the door, right? And fucking was it? It's that like the one with the little handle and the big like rectangle of steel. No, it was with the, the same, hole in it. It was the hook. He killed it with the hook. No, it yeah. was like a a knife. It was the hook. It was that. No, it was not. It was not the hook. Look it, it up. It can't be the hook. It was the hook. It was not the hook. It was one of those like tiny ha- little Hold handles. On. I have it on my phone. Oh my god. Oh, I think I erased it already, actually. Because it was the same killer who killed the girl. But it looked completely different. The weapon. See, I know. I thought it was the hook, the hook knife thing. Because it was still in his face, wasn't it? And then yeah. he, he pulls it out later. But it wasn't the hook. Oh man, the I'm fish, trying to Google it the, real quick. The fish hook. Do do a search for Bay of Blood Death. Okay, hold on. A Bay of Blood Death. Images. It's a lot of posters. Oh, here we go. It's definitely. I don't. I don't. It doesn't look like the hook to me. We'll just have to watch it again. I will. I have it on my Netflix on my phone. I could just get it in one second. If I Anybody it. wants to uh, email me, MikeRussoNYGmail.com. Is it the hook or is it some other thing? It looks... 
He, he this guy gets it blasted right in his fucking. It's great. It's fucking great. Right in the middle of his face, not in the middle, it's, off it's to on, the side. Yeah, it's on one side of his nose, so it cuts like literally right next to his eyeball, next to his nose, edge of the mouth. But we see it go in. You see it go in. It's fucking great. It is like slasher to the extreme. It's it's perfect. Yeah, it was really fucking. It was one I, of those ones where it's like, oh, <laughs> when you watch it. It was so fucking yeah. great that that. It was great. Yeah. Happened so fast and, mm-hmm. and swift and just deadly. It looked, it looked good. It looked really good for being a 1971 movie. It looked so much better than any CGI. 100%. Any CGI nowadays. Absolutely. Matter of fact, fuck CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what up, Chris? All right, so he gets fucking sl- fucking hacked in the face. Hacked in the face. He, he gets his, his face severed. And then the, the camera gets tight on the spear. This is where we go to the couples having sex in the bed. Guy on bottom, girl on top. Right. Uh, but they're like on each other. Yeah, like they're she's doing not it. Riding she's riding him. Well, like, it's just like slow go. They're right. doing it. It's just like. Yeah. Eh, eh. And then you see the from the, the killer's the point spear. of view. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, he just ever so gently just pushes it right through her and him to the bottom of the bed. And that's where you see it like come through. Yeah, boom, right through. And you're like, ah, oh, that's from Friday the 13th Part 2. In Friday the 13th Part 2, it was sick at all because he jams it in there mm-hmm. and you see it hit the floor, bang, and blood drips down. That's awesome. Yeah, we might have to put that on YouTube to that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if we put that on before bed, I won't be. I'll put like 10 minutes, I'll be sleeping. 10 minutes. And the fucking, um. Uh, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> you want to take the next scene? Um, what happens? Oh, we go to uh, the woman and the man? No, no, it's... Okay, what it is is... Okay. The fucking, um... It's the... The countess's daughter. And her husband. But she doesn't ever refer to the countess as her mother. She only talks about her father. So I don't really think that was her mother. Okay, step... That's, a, that's the impression that I got. It was her father. Who who she was there for? Okay, so she's probably not. She's the daughter. The daughter. I don't even remember her name. There, like I said, there's a lot of jumping around. Like you don't, you won't really. Yeah. Like it's all of a sudden there's a new character. After we go through this, you're gonna have to break down the whole flick. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? So now we cut to a scene of a daughter. I mean, a woman and a man. It's the father who hung the countess in the beginning. His and daughter now disappeared. He's missing. Missing. So it's her and her husband. Mm-hmm. They go down to the bay. They leave their kids in their little trailer park mm-hmm. thing, whatever it is, mobile home. They go down to the psychic woman's house to mm-hmm. ask if they know anything about the father. Yep. So they're looking for some information on him, where he could possibly be. Yeah. They got nothing. They say, go see Simon. Simon w- was the countess's son. And she kept him locked up for like 16 years. Right. So no one would know or whatever. The well, like illegitimate, right? He, yeah, it was like a, a a product of adultery. Yeah. So um, they go down to see him, and he's weird, right? Is that oh, they uh, move the squid out of the boat. Like he he was fishing for squid for food or whatever. They, yeah. They move the squid on the boat, and the father's underneath it. Like you see his face, like half of his face. Yeah, because the daughter saw something moving. And while they're talking to him, she saw something in the boat moving. The tentacle was coming out. Like one of the squid's tentacle was coming out from underneath like a sheet, a cloth. 
She pulled back the cloth, moved the squid, and mm-hmm. there was There's the guy Papa. dead under there. She's like, it's my father. That looked great, it too, It did. Man. It looked so good. The I fucking d- squid is crawling on his face. It was so good. And and the guy is just like, all right, Simon, you better give us some answers and make it quick. Like, <laughs> like really, dude? Obviously, he fucking killed the guy, you Simon's know? Simon's like, I don't know. We yeah. found him. I, I just found him. He wa- you know, he came up in my net of squidge. Yeah. What did you think of the daughter? I thought she was great. I liked her a she lot. She was awesome. She was. She was like just like stone-faced. I got to do yeah. what I got to do. She was do. pretty, too. She was. She was very pretty. And she was ruthless, cold, man. Right. All she cared about was that money. Fucking cold-blooded, man. Mm-hmm. And fucking, uh, she goes... Now, there's a lot of jumping around. A lot of jumping around. So, now, there she's in the house. Some house. I don't know which house. Ventura's house, maybe? Oh, right. Because he said, go up to Ventura's house. He'll, you know, he'll help you out. He'll get, you know, everything situated. She goes there. She goes in the bathroom. And there are three dead bodies. The kids. The kids that they previously killed. Four. Four dead bodies. Yep, sorry. And she starts freaking out. She what? She goes to open the door, and Ventura's there. Yeah, it's the it's well. Actually, we don't see him right away. It's just somebody with an axe. Right. Um. So she closes the door. It's like a fight in the door, right? He's pushing on one side. She's pushing on the other. She sees something which kind of looks like um like a a, a mail envelope opener. Yeah, that's right. Like the, or. Was it scissors? I think it was scissors. Was it scissors? I think it was scissors because we see it on the floor later. Okay, sorry. It was scissors then. Uh, she stabs him in the leg through the door and uh, she gets away? Yeah. What happened? Well, she slams him in the leg and then it cuts to another scene. Right. It cuts to the insect guy. Mm-hmm. Um, She's reading the tarot cards again? Uh, I think he, he, the insect guy sees something that scares him. Okay. I don't remember what it was, but remember, he, I remember... Because he had to look in the phone book for the number for the cops. Do you remember that? He had to actually look up the number for the police to call them. I thought that was after the husband came back. Maybe I don't. Not. I don't know. I just know she was reading her tarot cards again. Went to go look for him. He wasn't there. Yeah. And where was he? The insect he followed guy? them down to see Simon. Is that what happened? I don't remember. I don't remember why he ran away scared. Maybe he saw, uh, he must have seen something. Why can't I remember it? We just fucking watched this. <laughs> I don't know, it's fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, the fucking... A lot of jumping around. The insect guy, he, he, he's trying to call the cops. And then the daughter's husband fucking kills the insect guy. Oh, because it goes back, he, the, the, the husband goes back to the house, sees the guy laying on the floor that she stabbed in the leg. Mm-hmm. He comes running back out the house, runs into her. He's like, did you see what they did to Ventura? Because I guess they just assume that that's who it was. And she's like, yeah, I did it. Um, you know, there's only one thing that stands between us and, you know, what needs to be done or whatever right, she says. Right. And she was talking about the insect guy. You got to go kill the insect guy. Yeah. So he went off, kills the insect guy. How does he kill him? I don't remember. Choked him? I think he chokes him out. Chokes him out. And he goes back and... um. He goes back, uh, oh, wait a minute, you know what? We skipped the the whole part? (laughs) The daughter runs into the psychic bitch. The psychic woman's following her. Okay. Right? Down to Simon's house? I think that the psychic woman is following her. And sees something that happens, yeah? Well. 
wow, this is bad. I, I know. Can't this fucking is remember bad. this. Anyway, <laughs> the fucking daughter picks up an axe and cuts her fucking head off. Perfectly. She's fucking, she's a ruthless bitch. That's like something a killer would do. Absolutely. Like Jason Voorhees would just cut someone's like head off. Yeah. And that looked great. Mm-hmm. Really I, good. Yeah, I mean, it was quick and fast and bloody and, you know, quick mm-hmm. scene, boom, head off. And we don't even know she did it, really. Right. We just see a, an axe high and then head come off. Head off. It's great. But we find out we find out that she was the one who cut that bitch's head off, which mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. And then what does it go to? Her going to Simon? And then... They're in Simon's house. Well, she's in Simon's house. Now, the daughter... The both of them go look for Simon, right? The daughter and the husband. And what happens to the husband that the husband's not in the house? Because it's know. only her in Simon's house. There's a lot of cuts. There, it, like this movie is a lot of jumping around, a lot of it. It's it's kind of hard to to, <laughs> to follow, follow it. Yeah. But I think that like um, you know how people say like slasher movies are are, are um, kind of like discarded. Not maybe I don't know what I'm trying to say. Disregarded. Here. Disregarded, because you don't really connect to characters, and you know you can't you don't feel emotion for them so it's not really scary but uh, that's why i think slasher movies are in a whole thing of their own but this movie did a really good job of um you know you don't know anybody really you don't really know what's going on with anybody you don't really care if they die if they don't die that's why like the guy with the face that was just like awesome the way he died you know because you don't really care about him like you know if you really cared about him you'd be like oh oh shit i can't believe that just happened as opposed to our reaction to it because you don't know him we don't have a hero right (coughs) and it's a mystery Right, that's like I think why you know it's, this movie is kind of hard like that. It just jumps around. So Plus, much. there's a couple flashbacks here and there. Right. So I guess what is it? The ne- the guy chokes the insect guy out. Then she is in Simon's house. Simon comes in. His okay. Okay, here it is. And it's like, she, why'd you do this? She convinced. It turns out the 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 the, the, the Ventura's secretary comes down, mm-hmm. looking for Ventura. Right. She's in the house, Simon's house. Oh, that's right. It it's turns not out Sarah. Oh, it's si- not Sarah. The other one. Simon was in cahoots with, with Ventura. Ventura and the secretary. No, 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 no. The s- Ventura and the secretary wanted to take Simon out. And that's why he kills the secretary. No, but the original plan, Ventura. Right, 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 right. I'm talking about the original plan. Okay, the original plan. Yeah, was for Ventura, the secretary, to get Simon to get the father to kill the heiress. The heiress. Yes, yes, yes. Now, when the secretary goes down to see Simon, Simon's like, "This isn't. It didn't. It's not the way I wanted it, or something. It didn't really work out the way he wanted it." No, 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 no. The the Ventura's girlfriend, the one that he's sleeping with in the beginning. The secretary. The secretary. She goes to the the countess's husband. She seduces him and says, you know, I want to be with you, only you. She has to be out of here. That's why he kills her. Yeah, but Ventura and Simon are behind it. No, Simon doesn't know that. That's why Simon says to her, it was you all along, wasn't it? What did Simon think was the plan? Simon, I think, thought it was just him and Ventura, maybe something they were doing. 
not that like Simon, I think thought he was getting all the property, all the rights to it, but Ventura and the bitch wanted it. All right, so he goes after, he attacks right. her. He says to her, it was you all along, wasn't it? And she's like, no, it was all Ventura's idea. And that's when he goes after her. And, ah, uh, shit, what happens to her? Because <laughs> what dies, happens was... Right? She dies. I don't remember. I think that the other girl kills her. She escapes Simon's house. And then Simon gets skewered by the husband. Right. And then she kills the girl. How? I don't remember, but I, I just remember. know that she does. I'm <laughs> pretty much 100% sure she does. All right, I don't remember anything. So at least you, if you're, <laughs> if you're saying that, I'm pretty sure she does. If you're saying that you're sure she does, that's more than I got. So I got nothing. Mm-hmm. But then the fucking. Oh no! How did they die at the end? Oh, oh yeah, the greatest. And yes. the fucking, the husband, who's now killed the insect guy, mm-hmm. and he fucking s- sticks a big pipe into Simon's and and, and impales him onto a wall or something, mm-hmm. which is great. It was really great. That's something else a bunch of movies has, has yeah. used. And I loved how as Simon is dying, he's still trying to hit the guy with the hook knife, mm-hmm. with the fish hook gutter knife thing. Yeah. With the sharp in the field hockey stick. The the machete in the other guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Simon dies. Simon dies. So now it's only the... It's the, the daughter, daughter and, and the, the husband. husband. And they go back to the Ventura house. Mm-hmm. And Ventura's alive. Alive. Because she only got him in the leg. Right. And he attacks the husband. The husband kills him. The husband kills him. Mm-hmm. So now... Let's, uh, uh, okay. So now... All these people who were here just to get ownership of the bay, mm-hmm. and I guess all the property around it, uh, Ventura wants to make it into like a fucking a mall, a mall or shit. something. And the daughter wants the inheritance. She wants it all. That's her motive for everything. She wants the inheritance. She wants the money. That's she why she kills everybody else. Simon wanted it. Everyone wanted this bay. They're all there. Just for this fucking property. Right. And they're all dead. All dead. All of them are dead by someone's hand or another, except for the daughter and the husband. They're alive. They have the documentation. They go back to the little trailer park home where their car's parked. And I'm thinking, like, what are they going to do with this this paperwork? There's they, a, there's they burnt something, though. I think it was... Um Maybe documentation that somebody else was going to get it because they did burn something. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. But now what do they do? They go like, okay, this is ours now because everyone's dead. Right. Like, I guess they're just going to leave and surprise, I get a phone call. Everybody else is dead. So you get the property. Where were you guys on the night of blah, blah, blah? Ah, yeah, we we weren't there. It's 1971. They didn't even care about fingerprints back then. Yeah, there was no forensics, right? <laughs> no. There was no bushes either, I guess, in Europe. No bushes in France. So then what happens? Um, the little boy comes out of the trailer, the, the the son of the daughter. No. They never leave the trailer. Oh, they're inside the trailer? He does it from inside the trailer? The two of them, yeah. Uh, what does he say to them? Mommy and daddy? Uh, it's the, uh, the boy and the girl. Mm-hmm. The... They're kids. They're kids, right. They say, hey, mommy and daddy. Look. Yeah. And then the little kid shoots him with a shotgun. And then, well, you see the shotgun barrel come up. Mm-hmm. And you see the the parents are by the car. Right. And you just see it. 
and they, they, they the, the parents aren't standing up anymore. The daughter and the fall, the daughter and the, her husband fall down. Right. And then the camera comes back, and you see it's the kid <laughs> holding. And he's like, "Mommy and Daddy play good, play dead really good." And the do- and the and the little girl's like, "Yeah." And then they run off and play, and then they're playing by the water. Mm-hmm. Like now it's their bay. Right. <laughs> now they get it. Right. Exactly. And then it, that's how it ends with the fucking weird ending. Well, I think that was great because you don't see those kids the whole time. It's kind of funny. It is. It's very, very, very funny. But it was great because, like, l- let me let me break this down. The killer of this movie, Ventura's a killer, Simon's a killer, the daughter's a killer, her husband's a killer. The kids are killers. The son is a killer. The kids are killers the countess's husband is a killer right so there's a lot of killers yeah mm-hmm. straight Fucking up slasher movie simon kills the secretary i wrote here mm-hmm. so that's how she dies yeah okay it wasn't the uh, daughter okay but she definitely dies husband kills simon husband kills ventura kids kill wife and husband everyone is the killer everyone, everyone. is the killer i like that all right so let's do this what the fuck? All right, I'm going to try to do the movie. All right? Now, after I'm done, you tell me where I'm wrong. Okay. The heiress owns everything. Okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm already stuck. <laughs> I'm already stuck. Okay, so the heiress owns everything. Um, they Ventura had mentioned, I think, to the judge on the phone that it's no problem. They're going to get the land. There were people previously who wanted it that was mentioned. So it's really all about the land. Everybody wants that land. So the the heiress has it. The husband kills her because of the secretary Wait wants. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Ventura goes and tries to buy it. She's not selling. Right. That happened. And um, then the secretary sees her diary. Her diary. And it says something about death right and then ventura comes the plan that that's going to be her suicide note right that so that whole plan is hatched from that the secretary goes and seduces the husband he kills the heiress because you know she says it's just got to be me and you so it was all the plan so now that simon's going to get the land i guess they didn't know about the daughter why do they need simon simon is her son so it's left to him. Oh, of course. So he says, he's on the phone with the judge and he's like, oh, don't worry. He signed all the papers. It's all a go. So Simon, I guess, really just wanted the, maybe the money out of it. Maybe he was getting money in return for the land. You never know. Um, that was all said and done. And then the daughter comes along. So Ventura must not have known about the daughter. So Ventura and the secretary's plan all gets foiled because of the daughter. So it's all really a battle for the land. The kids who get killed were just there having fun in the way. And, you know, uh, the daughter says about that, you know, that there are people who, you know, are going to people who died who, you know, know too much or whatever. That's why the secretary died. That's why the psychic lady died. Whatever. Why did Simon kill the kids? Because they were there, I think. Just because they were there. Yeah. But as you can see, Simon's uh, killer to begin with, there were all those bodies floating down in the bay. There was just the one, the father. No, what about the guy who came floating up? That was the father. That wasn't the father. That's why he was in Simon's boat, because he, he got unearthed. 
Oh shit! How did I not realize that yeah. there wasn't more than one down there? It was just that one. Oh fuck! Simon's a crazy person because he was locked He's up. He's a crazy person for all right. those years. Okay, yeah. so what it was is, all right. So Ventura w- was. Uh, it's all really because he wanted the land, and, and the daughter he, wanted the land. And if the if the countess gets taken out, it gets left to Simon, and then he would buy it from Simon and do what he wants with it. Right. Daughter comes, and all hell breaks loose. Absolutely. That's the movie. That's the movie. All right. I love this fucking movie. Me too. It's great. I really love that you really just don't know any of the characters and it's it's simple. You know, people just died. I feel like there wasn't really much of a plot. You know what? There, there wasn't much of a plot, but there was the mystery. Right. And the, and the, and like the, as to what the fuck is going on. That's enough of a plot for me, man. But I think that's what makes for a good slasher movie because you're not invested. You don't really know. It's really just about the killings and the way they die. Well, you need a little something. You definitely well, we need do. something. We do have a little something. I mean, in, sla- in slasher movies nowadays, like in this movie, it was the what was the thing that kept me going was what's happening. Like, why, like why, why is, this, is this going on? Why is this person killing this person? What happened in the beginning? Right. Like, if there wasn't that mystery, I wouldn't give a fuck about anything. I, you know, I probably wouldn't like the movie as much. Right. Like, in, that's why nowadays slashers have that one girl who's like the virgin type who turns out to be our hero. That's right. the person you follow. Kind right. Right. <clears throat> I think that uh, slasher movies have done that now just to, so you do have that one person that you connect to and care about throughout the whole movie. Who we, There was not one in Torment. No, not one. And there's not one in this movie either, in Bay of Blood. No, I think the mystery drives it. The mi- definitely, yeah. without a doubt. And I, um, I, I just love that there was, everyone was killing everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it was just straight up like shenanigans. In horrific ways. I love Mm -hmm. that. It was really good. So the big question is, what do you score Bay of Blood? Okay, I'm going to give Bay of Blood an 8 out of 10. Because it was so great, but it was dated. But why is it dated? Like, it's it's just old. Like, it's... Like that's, that's part of, that's part of the charm of it for me. Well, absolutely. Uh, but uh, it's it's from seventy one. Yeah. So I mean, it's like it's dated because it's old. I mean. But well, yes. I guess it's just like slasher movies have come so far since then. Right. I guess. I guess it doesn't really matter in my rating. I guess. I give it an eight out of ten. I liked it, but it wasn't perfect. I hated that I was confused at some points. Like, what's going on? Where are they? I gave it an 8 also. Okay. The reason why I didn't give it a 10 is just because um, I had a problem following the locations where everyone yeah. was. Um, the end was a li- it was kind of comedic. And there was wasn't jokey. any comedy in the movie at all. Right. I still like the ending. Okay, me too. Because everyone's a killer. Even the kids are a killer. Yes. And... Uh, the reason why I'm giving it such a high rating also is because it's so fucking old. It's from 71 and this Right, like it's dated, but it's great. I think that's where I was going with that. Yeah, it's 71 and there's some shit going down that's better than... Sh- like it was better than fucking Torment. It, Torment wasn't a slasher movie. No. It kind of was trying to be... Maybe that's why Torment wasn't that good. It was trying to be too many things. It was trying to be mm-hmm. Friday the 13th meets The Strangers and it didn't work. Right. That's from 71. It was better. Th- it's better than Hatchet, like these fucking newer movies. Mm-hmm. 
So I give it an 8 out of 10. And I'm not sure if there's a movie this month that's going to beat this. It's great. It's yeah. definitely it's definitely up there as of right now. Yeah. Uh, I definitely. fucking I love this. And I love the, the Italian horror movies. Uh, one movie I picked for this month is The Beyond, mm-hmm. which I've seen already. I've but never. I haven't seen it in maybe 10 years. Right. So that's, I'm really looking, now after watching this one, I'm really looking forward to that one. And that's a Lucio Fulci film, so. And awesome. we also, we have a couple open spots. We had yeah. a fill. Okay, cool. So um, we're going to we're gonna do that. And uh, yeah, this is great, man. I really enjoyed this. This is fucking so great. It is. It's a lot of fun. And um, ev- if you, um, any last words or anything, um, what's on the agenda next week anyway? What'd you pick? Oh, next week is my pick, right? Your pick's next week. Oh, let's see what we got for my picks what next we week. Got? What do we got? Next week, it will be The Beyond, the Lucio Fulci film. I'm excited. I love Fulci. And I Saw the Devil, which is a Korean flick. Is it subtitled? Yeah. That's what I loved about this movie. It's not like uh, no subtitles. It's mm. Italian horror, but it's straight up English. It was dubbed. Dubbed. Yeah. The dubbing was a little rough. The sound quality was a little rough, too. Really? I didn't notice it at all. I thought it was just because it was old, to be honest with you. I think the dubbing was a little suspect. <laughs> Your face is suspect. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, I saw the devil and the beyond. Also, I'm um, I'm having some trouble with my Skype, but I am accepting Skype. Um, if you want to Skype in and talk about anything, if you uh, love the beyond, you love Fulci, if you love I saw the devil, you want to comment on it, um, you know, we email. We forgot the video. Oh, oh fuck. shit! <laughs> uh, you can email me at mikerussoNYGmail.com and uh, you know I'll try to get my Skype hooked up, try to get something going up. Uh, you know anybody want to come on in, man? Come on over, all right? Um, you want to give uh, plugs or anything, Ange? Check out Cinematic Panic on Instagram and on Twitter. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter at the Frightcast. Um, I think Instagram is the underscore Frightcast. I'm not sure though. But, you know, just, you know, look me up, Mike Russo, or under Growing Up, Not Growing Old. And make sure to go to iTunes and leave reviews and comments on Attention Deficit Order, Hanging Outcast, Podcast in the Woods, Rebel Songs Podcast, The Blood Brothers Podcast, Slasher Cast, all those fucking shows out there. Part of the Damned. You remember all that? You got all that? Yo, support the people who support me. And, you know, like spread the love around. It goes all over the place. Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> How do we end the show? Music or what? Dun, 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 dun. I guess. Is that Ruby Gloom? Yes. <laughs> all right. See you later.
Thousand years, you've lived your life. 